0: Good evening and welcome. It is the Patriots Roundtable, part of the, I don't know, what are we going to call it, Britt? The uh, Independence Game Broadcasting Network? Or does that sound a little too much like uh, The Electric Company? Remember The Electric Company on PBS? Do you remember that show?
2: Yeah, didn't it follow Schoolhouse Rock?
0: Um, or was it? I don't know if it, f- no, it followed. Fo- Schoolhouse Rock wasn't on PBS. Um, Schoolhouse Rock it was... The No, I don't know. I don't know. It may have followed Sesame Street for all I know. It was the electric company and it was, uh, they always at the end they always said uh, part of the children's broadcasting network or something like that. I
2: don't know why I even brought it. I Uh, think you're right.
0: I don't even know why I mentioned it. I don't know why I mentioned it.
2: I remember it. I remember it. I just remember it was in a series of shows I used to watch. I just can't remember where it was at, but it had the cool lightning bolt at the time, state-of-the-art graphics on today's uh, scale. um, We would probably laugh our asses off at it, but uh, yeah, It was a very educational show, so they say. Uh, Are you I having remember, troubles over there? I,
0: I remember some of, the, uh, some of the bits from it. I remember the, some of the songs. I mean, we used to watch all that stuff. Christ, we only had 13 channels to choose from. I mean, we didn't have many. So whatever, well, whatever the heck was unless on. Unless you count.
2: They didn't teach you to go to, like, to the channel one past 13, and then you had all those UA, UHF channels? Yeah, we didn't
0: have UHF channels like in upstate those? New York. No, we didn't have those in upstate New
2: York. Oh, we had those here. That's where we had to watch PBS.
0: Oh really? You had to watch it. so basically UHF yeah. was like was like off the air broadcasting. It was like you picked it up with rabbit ears kind yes. of thing. Yeah. Yeah we didn't have well we we didn't have that. When we had when we had we had no cable, we had three channels basically that we if we were lucky we could get. Uh, yeah, everybody's now reliving their, everybody's now reliving their, uh, their PBS days. Um, because, uh, it's something that we all went through. If you're over, if you're over 40, I'd say for sure, I don't know about over 30 cause over 30, the, uh, folks who were, you know, that age had, uh, had a lot of cable options. We didn't have those so much when we were growing up npbs was was the thing if you were a kid you'd watch sesame street you'd watch the electric remember zoom that was another one zoom oh yeah yeah uh from it was they filmed that in boston
2: you,
0: i still remember the song Do you for
2: remember that. you remember on tv the first movie channel box
0: no i don't remember that i don't remember that you at all you guys didn't
2: have on tv we had we had on tv here it was a box and They ran cable from the telephone, and it would sit on your on your on top of your uh, TV, and then you would go and you would push the one button, and then you had movies. It was like just one button, and then of course on on Friday and Saturday night, late night, late night, they'd have the uh, soft core, squiggly lines, and of course we're kids trying to watch, and and we we catch just a boob or you know. Yeah. Well, all right, so, you know,
0: yeah, if we're going to be honest about that stuff, uh when when HBO first came out, now we my family couldn't afford HBO. We didn't have HBO. I I think like when I got to be a senior in high school, my parents finally uh, were able to afford HBO. But when that whole time frame started, the cable company that we had, uh, you had to get the box. You had to get the little box with the push buttons on it. It was a wired box, and that's how you'd change your channels for cable. And if you were lucky enough to be able to afford HBO, you could select that as well. However, as you just said, if you push the HBO button just right... And you flicked a little switch yep. on it. just You could get a little bit of something there. And every once in a while, you could catch some nudity. That's how pathetic it was when I was like 14 years old. Oh, man. Yeah. You made me admit it, and I shouldn't have. Or, I know I'm going to regret that.
2: Or or you would call and you try and use a deep adult voice and order the channel for the night. And sometimes you would get it, n- and sometimes you would I never did that. If
0: you did that, did your parents end up having to pay for it?
2: Oh yeah, we would get our asses. Once,
0: oh but boy, yeah, we did no. it anyways. <laughs> never, I never did that. Uh, hello to everybody uh, filing in for the chat. I'm sure this is fascinating conversation that that we've stumbled into. We're actually waiting for Jr. to join us. Jr. is going to be here to talk some. Is finance. he still having trouble? Yeah, I haven't. He hasn't. He hasn't connected yet, so I'm not sure what's happening there. Uh, but Jr.
2: Oh, he just told me he's trying.
0: Yeah, Jr. Uh, has. For those of you who haven't heard uh, because we don't talk about it often jr has a finance background and you know there's a lot of information coming out about uh, inflation and interest rates and of course the price of oil and what's happening in oil markets and jr is the closest we have to an expert on that stuff and we're going to spend a little time talking about the whole show because there's some other stuff we want to address but but a little time Hey, everybody, JV here. Please take a minute and consider supporting the program. Our expenses are going up just like everyone else's, and it takes a lot to bring the show to you five nights a week. So we'd appreciate you going to the website, IndependenceGang.com. Click on the Donate tab, or you can just type in IndependenceGang.com slash donate and spend a minute considering giving us a gift to help us fund our operations here. The Independence Gang is a labor of love, but there are expenses associated with it, and we appreciate your help. So while we're waiting for Jr. to figure stuff out, let's talk a little bit about this, uh, I guess, what we would call a an epiphany from The New York Times and other media organizations that the Hunter Biden laptop story was, in fact, genuine. <laughs> you know, obviously, oh this is a day late and a dollar short. It makes no difference now, which is why they can come clean and say, oh, it wasn't Russian dif- disinformation the whole time. But my question to you, Britt, is do you think this signals that they are ready to throw Biden under the bus? Does this fit into the timetable that I have been saying all along that they're going to get him out after the midterms because he just obviously he's incapable? Is this part of that?
2: First, I want to thank at first I want to thank Castle Drummer and Foxhole for gifting us the shades. That's really cool. Thank you, Castle uh, Drummer, for supporting uh, that helps a lot. Um, I uh, I think there's a couple things going on. I think right now it is so bad. It is so bad right now for the Democrats that they may be speeding up their timetable. Quite honestly, they may be speeding it up. Be- they, they just need him gone because it is so bad for them right now. Uh, also, I just think the narrative, people are seeing it, but... Number one, it's not going to change anything. <coughs> but number two... This is what everybody needs to do. Just take a link of the article and just send it to your liberal friends and say, I don't care what you think about what. Just know that they lied to you. You were lied to. Yep. Here it is right here. You were, I, I don't care. You can hate Trump all you want and you can love Joe Biden all you want. You were lied to. Just understand that. And then think about what else are they lying to you about. There you go. Truth bomb. Just let it sit. Let it ruminate because you were lied to and Trump uh, launched I don't know if you saw the clip from Trump today but he he uh he drilled the press or it could or it could have been right before he left office I don't know what but man he called Hunter Biden a crook and he said Joe Biden is a crook right along with him and then he pointed right at the media at all of you are crooks for not reporting it um and yeah and not just the press
0: here a, not just the press here but Biden stood on the debate stage And said the same damn thing. And remember he said, and I have a letter from 50 former intelligence agents who say this is Russian disinformation. Every one of them was a liar, too. Biden was a liar on that debate stage. He knew damn well this was legit. He knew, you know, I'm sure they had hours long meetings about that. Laptop. He knew what that it was legit. He also knew that he could count on the press to cover for him. If that doesn't spell collusion with the press, I don't know what does. Uh, and those fifty intelligence officers, they all officers all lied. Every one of them. We've lost Jr. again here. But Britt, every um, one of them lied.
1: Or,
2: or they don't exist, JV. Or they don't exist. The press just made it up. The Biden, the 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 spin cycle just made it up. No, no. They, they the letter exist. was available publicly.
0: I mean the letter was available publicly. And there were names like John Brennan. There were na- real names on that list. I didn't know every one of them. Oh, was there? Yeah, I didn't know every one oh. of those names, but there were names on that list. That, many of them I did so, recognize.
2: So then, all right, so then let's, let, let's, let's pontificate on let, Let's process that. On that list was prominent names, right? Would that be a fair statement within yes, our government? Yes. Like John Brennan? I mean, yeah. a prominent name within our government. Absolutely. And how many others were on there? Probably quite a few. These are people within our government who have the clearance to know the truth. And yet they lied to the American population. They lied to you. This is what you need to tell your liberal friends. You were lied to. Here's the proof. Oh, you're just repeating Fox News. Uh, No, 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 no. New York Times. New York Times. Your liberal leftist paper of record. The New York Times says all of it is authenticated and true. You were lied to. You were lied to just that's all we got to tell them. you were lied. just know you're being lied to. And if you choose to believe those lies, you were lied to so that they could keep their power and you supported it and you're OK with it. So you're OK with lying and cheating to just keep raw power because I'm sorry to the Marxist. There is nothing but power. That's all it's about power. They don't care about the truth. They don't care about the lies. All they care about is power. And that's what happened here. The Marxist leftist one world order types lied and cheated to keep their power. And they lied to you. And it's now proven plain as day because remember the New York post published this and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Google, searching, YouTube, nuked, scrubbed from the internet, every, every from everywhere. You had to go to this little place called rumble. Or maybe this other little platform called Foxhole, these deep dark seats. you had to walk down the seedy alley where the flashing neon doesn't quite work right and it's got the little red light over the door. That's how we had to find this story. I had to like creep down like we're like we're making a Yeah, deal and there was a guy there with, with a trench you know, coat and with...
0: he'd open up. Hey, you want it you want a little bit of the yes. truth? You want a little bit of the truth? Come over here. You want, you want a little, little bit of the truth? Bit, Shh, exactly. Don't say anything. Don't talk too loudly. Here's the truth.
2: Yeah, the truth, Because they'll come for us. The the advice will come for us. I mean, that's basically what you had to do at that time to even know about this story. Now, people like us that read the news obsessively, people that watch these shows, whether it's our show or Alex Jones, Alex Jones, I'm making the t-shirt right now, JB, Alex Jones was right. Again. Again. But the people that watch shows like ours or listen to Dan Bongino or Dave Rubin or Glenn Beck or Tim Pool or insert any of the... Independent media, we knew. We knew all about it. But, man, the circle that I run in, if I were to just mention the laptop, man, they would go, that's <laughs> ah, just Russian.
0: so yes, crazy. Ah,
2: ah, Russia, Russia, Russia. And, yeah. and they wouldn't. So but, I, I want I, I, to it's, it's,
0: yeah, ask you a question about that. But before I do, your phone's dinging like crazy, and I'm sure it's JR, because now I've got no video from him. I've got nothing yeah. from him. Uh, I do want to thank Elves Park for the... Go ahead.
2: He's changing computers.
0: Okay. I do want to thank Elves Park for the donation of the gold pills. Thank you so much. And also uh, Liberty Bells gifted a cookie. Thank you so much. Liberty Bells says, I always enjoy the show. Thanks for being here, Liberty Bells. We appreciate that. Uh, let's see. I want to mention that uh, left leftists said, didn't it say that some or all of the 50 intelligence experts never even saw the info? I'm not sure. I don't remember that part of the story. I just remember Joe Biden touting uh, it.
2: I I do remember one of the blah, 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 blahs with big long title from our deep, deep state secret police people um, was doing the talking head thing. And oh, I, I want to say it was like Brett Baer or somebody like that. asked them. So so you've seen this laptop and what's on it and you're tell, and you're sure that it's um, Russian disinformation, blah, blah, blah. And they said, no, no, I haven't seen it. I don't need to see it. I just know it is Russian. Yeah, Russia. I think, I,
0: excuse me. I think the way they, they couched it, I think they said this fits with the type of thing that could be Russian disinformation. Right. I think that's how they, Which that's how very, they, that's how they protected a, themselves.
2: Yeah. It's a very weaselly legalese way to uh, not, that is a ver- that is a great non, that is a great non-answer answer. And that's what it was. But, 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 but again, they lied to you. Our government employees that we pay for—that their job is to keep us safe and do all the spooky stuff that we don't have time to do. That's why we send people there to represent us and to oversee the three-letter agencies. They're supposed to be overseen by the people we represent or that we that we elect to represent us. They are no longer at the job for our best interests. It's about them and their power. Again, all of this cheating, all of this stealing was for them. To keep their power. That's how much they want the power. That's what we have running this country. People who are so power hungry. That they will shit on the constitution. Just to keep their power. Because that's. Apparently they all have small penises. I don't know. Because if you have to keep the power that much. You're obviously overcompensating for something. I mean think of Brennan. Brennan would never never sleep with a chick. Ever in his life. He's such an ugly curmudgeon. But he strolls in with that big title into the DC bar, and all the little hotties flock to him because they want power also. It's the only way that dude gets laid, the only way. So he'll do anything he can to keep that power. You gotta got have the biggest to penis, which they you gotta could. have the biggest penis. You gotta have the biggest penis. Oh, that's a new one.
0: <laughs> it's not that new. Uh, <laughs> I want to go back to this idea though that. Uh, that the reason the the media is now coming clean and and, and being honest. Well, I'm not even going to say they're going to be they're being honest because they're not. Nothing about this is honest. But they're admitting that uh, this laptop story that they called Russian disinformation and and censored throughout uh, the into uh, the election and and right after the election, they're admitting that it was actually true. All of the reports were true. The laptop is truly Hunter Biden's, and the information on it is truly damaging. So my question is, and I asked you this before, does this signal that the left recognizes that Joe Biden has to go, and this might be the vehicle they do it with. They might say, this This scandal might now get some traction. There's no way they do this before the midterms. It's not going to happen before the midterms. After the midterms, um, They this ramps up and they say, uh, excuse me, Mr. But they're not going to say he's incompetent. They can't do that. That's that would be admitting another great big uh, uh, omission of uh, lying by omission by the press. So they say uh, this is just too much. Uh, The best thing for the country is for you to step down. Kamala Harris becomes president and then we deal with that problem. Uh, So if that's the case. How do you see this playing out? I mean, what do you think? How does this play out?
2: Uh, I definitely think you are onto something with the. They're setting up the time for him to go routine. Uh, maybe he has said that he is not going to voluntarily voluntarily step down. So now they're going this route. Maybe they were hoping the dementia would kick in and then he would be they would be able to get him to just you know voluntarily step down. Maybe he said no. I'm not. I am fine. So now they're coming up with Plan B. That's why we might be seeing this all of a sudden. I also think there might be something even. More long term going on the 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 newspaper of record being the New York Times and the media just in general they're coming out now so that you know fifty years down the road you know and and they look back they could say oh no New York Times reported it there it is because as we get farther away from it the time yeah, compresses th- right, you know exactly we look yeah. back at the civil we we look back at the the Revolutionary War and we think it was you know. Boom! 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 Oh shit! It took years. It was 20 years before the first shots happened. Actually, you know, so so maybe someone at the New York Times is just thinking about uh, uh, their time at the New York Times and their name recognition and their heritage and uh, not heritage. Uh, what's the word? Uh, legacy. Their legacy. So they're putting they're now putting these stories in because it can't be changed. We can't. The orange man's not coming back. Um, at least not this cycle. Uh, and they're just thinking down the road that. As that time compresses and they get farther away, oh, the New York Times reported. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was reported. Yeah, right, absolutely, right, it was reported. Right. So, you know, the other could be that too, or maybe a little bit of everything.
0: The other option here, I mean, if if, if they didn't have, it, and I'm giving them a lot of credit to say they'll actually prosecute Joe Biden on this issue, because that's that's assuming a lot. But the other option here is that they get into get in post uh, post midterm elections and they have to invoke the twenty fifth amendment to get him out. They've got to actually have a meeting of the cabinet and they all have to vote and say he's incompetent, he's incapable of of, uh, handling the duties of the president of the United States. That's ugly. That's really, really ugly. ugly.
2: Yeah, this is way easier for them, for the powers that be, to push him out via a scandal as opposed to the 25th Amendment, especially if he's saying he's not going to go anywhere right wow that's a boy god he GR. looks so much
0: better why do i look like the short one all of a sudden how the hell has this happened
2: you know what you know what i just don't hold on hold on he just looked to his left and winked at it <laughs> <Mr. Brewster laughs> he woke up, up the producer
1: i want to tell you something i'm in big trouble because i had to wake up the producer and uh, i'm going to give him your two cell phone numbers and uh you're gonna have to duke it out
0: well, I'll tell you what. She That's did a good so job because you look better and you sound better. So whatever she did, it was magic.
1: Well, we had to ditch one whole platform and go to a Plan B. <laughs> but I, I need a new Plan A, and I'll, I'll be talking to you afterwards because right. I'm about done with this thing. So all right, we're not doing this again. All right. So
0: Cat, uh, Cat, uh, Manu, and our Foxhole chat. First of all, let me let me thank uh, LMA, L.A. Martinez for. The gift of the cookie. Thank you. Uh, L.A. says, hello. Where is it? Hello, J.V. and Britt. Love you guys. Hola, familia. Uh, thanks for being here, um, L.A. We, we appreciate you being here. But Kat has, uh, is talking about a Laura Logan uh, interview and says she goes off about the, the lies and we should play that. Uh, we might not be able to do that tonight just to get it all queued up, queued up and everything. And I like to preview things before we throw them on the show. But I think maybe it's something we'll we'll find and we'll see if we can feature it maybe tomorrow night we or something. Might be
2: able to, I, I might be able to get Laura on. I interact with her on uh, Twitter and uh, Gitter quite a bit. Well, I know we'll Chase, Chase
0: had I her really on, so I know her. she's accessible. So maybe, maybe it would be yeah. fun to do. So maybe we uh, we play this video and then bring her on at some point and have a little uh, discussion. Uh, JR, we were just talking about the the fact that the uh, media, particularly the New York Times, has had a an epiphany. And they've realized that this Hunter yep. Biden laptop story is actually legitimate after uh, censoring it for a year and a half. So that sends a bit of a red flag into the sky and says, are they now trying to prepare for a reason to ask Joe Biden to step down as president? I mean, they know he's incompetent, but but going that route is a, little, a lot messier, a lot messier. If they go this other route, they could say, hey, you got all this dirt. You really need to step down for the good of the country. And he can step down uh, after the midterms. And uh, do it. I don't think there's any grace involved there, but it's it's less sticky than having the cabinet vote on his incompetence. What do you think about that?
1: Well, I I saw her response in the press conference, which is basically immediate deferral to uh, Hunter's uh, representatives. He's not an employee of the federal government, and uh, my point is, if this had come out when it was uh, timely and and breaking, uh, probably her boss would not be a government employee either. That's right. So um it's you know obviously intentionally uh um diverted until well after you know it was relevant and uh whether it's relevant today i guess they're going to continue to defer until they they possibly you know can't possibly address it but i think we've all said for a long time that uh we we do not believe uh the president has a, a stamina the cognitive ability and the wherewithal to last his first four years, let alone run again. So the question then becomes if we can agree on that, uh, what's the out process look like? And uh, is it something designed, or did he have enough fallacies to begin with, unreported or otherwise, that uh, would do the job for him? So uh, th- this could be one of them. So, so
2: <laughs> this is my problem, JR, is they lied to us. The three-letter agencies, the 50, you know, so-and-so, so-and-sos who are connected, know things that, you know, because they have clearances and we don't know. They lie to us, JR. How do we, how do we, how does our federal government ever get our trust in the future?
1: Boy, uh, it's going to take a lot because they've been lying for so long and so uh, consistently that, uh, you know, even if they're telling us the truth right now, we don't believe them. So it's, it's it's going to have to be proven uh, repeatedly before we have uh, um, anything that uh, would allow us to to give them the benefit of the doubt because it's going to be a long time before we do.
0: Yeah, this this is going to get ugly. Um, and and this whole laptop thing. Do you think either of you guys? Uh, maybe uh, get both of you. Britt, uh, you go first here. Do you think that we get any prosecutions out of this? Do you think? the information that's in the, the laptop. It's one thing to admit it's real. Now it's another thing to say, okay, are they going to act on any of this stuff? Because honestly, it's pretty damning stuff. And I'm not talking about Hunter Biden's drug use and his, his, uh, you know, uh, indiscretions. Cause there's plenty of that there. I'm talking about this 10% for the big guy stuff with China.
2: Right. So I, this is what, this is what I think happens. I mean, Joe's old and dying, um, old age, natural cause dying, you know, they get him out they're going to you know if they're going to prosecute him he's going to have lawyers are going to string it out he's going to die long before he sees the inside of a courtroom that's just that reality uh as to hunter biden the other people that were involved in it the other crazy stuff that's on that laptop that's outside even the big guy stuff uh i think it depends on who wins in 2022 2024 i mean if donald trump gets in and he gets enough uh enough fighters in congress to back his plays um and he is, my gut feeling is that when Trump gets in, he is going to find the meanest, nastiest AG that will go scorched earth and tear everybody up. He's got four years to basically get even. And I think if, if Trump gets in and he goes that route, we are going to see a lot of people go to jail. I also think we're going to see a lot of people assassinated. I think if Trump puts in some really aggressive people like Elliot Ness types, You know, remember the, uh, what was it, The Untouchables, the movie when Sean Connery? Everybody knows where the alcohol is at. You just got to be willing to go after it. We get an Elliot Ness type, the establishment is going to push back. And I I guarantee you there will be more attempts on Donald Trump's life than probably his entire life combined because he's going to go after them. And I think he is going to go after them if he gets in. So that's why we're going to see all the stops pulled out. They're going to do everything they can to not let that man get back in office. If we get if they steal everything and we just get some rhino in office or 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 the Democrats, quote unquote, maybe kind of win, then no, nothing happens. i all get swept under the rug business as usual. And on we on America marches down the road to being led by China.
1: I, I think uh, I think 2022 election is will be telling and it, assuming the Republicans win in the landslide that it appears to be i think there immediately you're going to start having uh special counsels you're going to have hearings you're going to have things that you know uh, that uh, pelosi won't bring to the uh, the light of day at the moment and that's going to shed a lot of light that will have a lot of impact on 24. but the key is 22 and then you're going to buy you know the partisan play that you know whoever's in charge you're going to be able to have these things that bring more to light because there certainly has been a lot of dirty stuff that has happened for the last five years and still going on. And and the I uh, my premise is, is that this is all a function of doing uh, anything they can possibly do to keep Trump from being reelected. It's which is why they're trying to put the uh, the poison pill on him by uh, you know impeaching him m- multiple times. And then this the J six thing here is just completely a facade that's. That's uh, you know a, a purposeful uh, anti-Trump, long-term stretch it out as long as possible play to to create negative uh, information in the Trump camp and those associated with him. So um, no, it would t- it would take a lot for me to believe that the press would uh, turn and and reveal what this is for really what it is. And uh, so that you know, there's just so many things that are against him. But I uh, guess what. He did it for four years. He did it for four years, and look what he accomplished in the four years despite all of this. So, again, uh, you look at the uh, record of the current administration, everything they're touching is 180 degrees from the way Trump did, and that's 180 degrees from being, you know, creating successful results. So there's nothing for them to run on unless they can just throw enough dirt at the Republicans that they win by default. I mean, and I don't see that working out. I think, My opinion on that. yeah,
0: I think they're hoping this war does something for them. They get a patriotic bump, you know. People, Americans, tend to support their sitting president when there's a, a war footing and when there's a threat to the American uh, nation or American security. So I think they're hoping that'll have some impact. Sad thing is that the Republicans seem to be playing right into this too, uh, which again makes me question their intelligence. I do want to mention though, in the Getter chat, Mrs. Jr. is getting way more love than Jr. at this point. Um, I think, I I think, I think those headshots that you bought to sell autographs, uh, for JR, I think you're going to need to get one from Mrs. JR. She's going to outsell you. I think
1: I, I'd be happy to do that. Trust me.
0: Oh, boy. talk about you know you think this whole uh, removing Biden from office was ugly i think Jr.'s last 15 minutes was pretty ugly <laughs> i think he probably would have gladly be joe biden being removed from office in uh, in comparison um
1: i uh, i need some green beer
0: quickly <laughs> uh, all right so so i want to ask about something else too before we get to the kind of the the core of what we thought this conversation would be tonight stacy abrams Did a guest appearance on the the new iteration of Star Trek, the season finale, as the president of the United Earth. Did you guys hear this?
2: President of the United Earth. Yeah. So
0: apparently, and again, I just saw a small clip of it, and I haven't watched this show, so I have no idea what you know what the I I get I get what Star Trek's about, but I don't know what the details of the plot are here. But the uh, I, I think it's the crew of the Enterprise or whatever returns to Earth. And they're greeted by Stacey Abrams as president of the United Earth. I don't know what her character's name was. And they're asking Earth to return to... Now, if you want to hear echoes of Donald Trump being skewered, listen to this few seconds of plot that I caught. They return to Earth, and they ask president of Earth, Stacey Abrams, if the Earth is ready to return to the federation. Of you, Galactic Federation, whatever the hell Star Trek is, right? And before the the Star Trek per, the uh, Enterprise person can get the words out, the Stacey Abrams president of the Earth character says, "You don't even have to ask. We are gladly returning to the Federation." And if that is not a veiled Donald Trump dig, I don't know what is. Right? I mean, Jr. You you see it, right?
1: I, I do. And, uh, what, what's interesting about that is, is the, you know, the, uh, the implication is that the earth, everybody's on the same page. In other words, a one world order crowd, they've created a, uh, the symmetry of the world in harmony and the disruption that was the case in the immediate, uh, preceding that obviously is a, like you said, a veiled reference to the, our last four years or Trump. So it's, uh, and she plays herself as the uh it's it's her that plays the part correct
0: is she plays it's stacy abrams as president of the earth i don't know if she's i don't know if they say it's i don't know if they say president stacy abrams i don't know what the character's name is but stacy abrams the person who said there was voter fraud in 2018 which is why she is not currently governor of georgia which apparently now you can't say that but you could say that in 2018 um She's there. She's the president of the earth, and she she utters these lines, which there's so many angles to this, Brit. I don't know. Are you playing words with friends? What are you doing over there?
2: I'm I'm <laughs> researching the Stacey Abrams stuff. Okay. I Did, also may be working on the Alex Jones was right t-shirt.
0: Oh, you can't do that mm. while we're live. I need you to be looking at the camera and engaging. Man. I am.
2: The camera's right there.
0: Yeah, Eva, you're looking. Well,
1: I'm listening. Hey, all press. Okay. Well, All right. Here I'm we listening.
0: go. All right. Here we go. Now right. it's now it's your show. I've I've hosted for the first what are we in? 20 minutes? 40 minutes. You take yeah. it from here.
2: You sure you want to do that? <laughs> no.
0: I may take it away from you in my 3 minutes, but go.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, everybody take off their shirts. Everybody in chat take off your shirts. Oh They're taking God. your clothes off. I don't oh care God. if you're in <laughs>
0: Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Look, I Stacey Abrams a joke. Uh uh Hollywood is a leftist joke. Uh, all these shows are so woke because they're run by these uh I mean, and I and I, I work in this crowd. They are millennials, they, they make way too much money for the jobs that they have because in Hollywood there's just so much money. Um, they all run in super woke bubbles because their bosses, which make even more obscene amount of money the vast, vast, vast majority of them are Woketarians. Um, uh, they, they, you know, they, they're they, like the blue hair wearing, you know, just, they, they look at the world from a very leftist standpoint. I'm trying not to get myself in trouble. Um, uh, the gay mafia runs Hollywood uh, right now. Uh, the, there are a lot of them in, that are in charge. So you got, you got, you have to walk the walk and talk the talk. And if you are a writer, you have to write the the dialogue, the scripts to the woketarian mantra, or you don't have a job. And those writers make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on those bigger shows. So it's a damn good job. And then it, but if you get skewered, if you get tarnished, if you get tainted with you know, oh, oh, he, he watch out for him. He he he's just a regular Democrat. All the way to the rights, they all got to go. I mean, even if you're just a regular Democrat if you're a classical liberal, you you get you get gone. You get gone. You get you get disappeared. You get Clintonized. Um, in Hollywood, so that's why we see these shows. Um, you know, still hating on Trump because it's all they got. I mean, Joe Biden is so bad; they're going back to Trump. They're trying. Hey, don't, yeah, they can't. They can't yeah, make yeah, fun of Biden because it's all too true. <laughs> too true. And 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but Donald Trump is the one who formed the fucking space force. Okay, he's the one that understands how important space is, and I just he wanna, is the one. Yeah, I want to. I want to
0: point out that Brett is, well, be, Brett is being literal. There, it is the it is by by name. Uh, Act of Congress yeah, is the space fucking force. space force.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, the fucking <laughs> space force. Yeah, uh, but basically, when we get when we get a hundred years out and we're actually traveling through space. When they look back at who who was the first president that had the wherewithal, the smarts to uh to to form the space force that formed the Galactic Federation, eventually that would be Donald Trump. It's gonna come back to Donald Trump. And it's gonna kill him. It's gonna crush him. Gonna, oh my God! Orange Man Bad made all that up. I mean, he's the one that made it happen. So so, the, but these leftist woke, they're trying to change the narrative. They're trying to seed. You know, if they get it into the pop culture that you know it wasn't evil man and evil man was trying to take us away from space. And the, although well, let's be honest, Trump doesn't want to join the federation. The federation is the enemy. The federation is the enemy of, liber, of, of liberty and and self self uh, self-rule, uh, self rule. Um, self help me, uh, Jr. Because JV won't help me anymore with words. Um, it's liberty and self
0: determination. Uh,
2: See, there it is, JR- JV could not spit not <laughs> not it out. Self-determination, you know, rugged rugged individualism is what I was looking for. Liberty and rugged individualism is what America was founded on, is what Donald Trump's about. You work hard, you succeed, and you go forth and multiply, and you make a better life for yourself, your family. And if you're doing that, you're making it better for your community. And when you're in a feder, a galactic federation, uh, it doesn't work. I, I-, I am a huge tr- uh, Star Trek fan. I- I'm a Trekkie. I mean, I loved it. And, and I look at the... the all versions the of it, All
0: run. versions?
2: Yeah, I do like all... Yeah, I mean, except for this woke, the Woketarian stuff they've been doing lately. But that's because I don't like the writing. But the concept of space travel and space life, I, 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 I do generally enjoy those movies. But, you know, you look at Star, Star Trek, the original with William Shatner uh, as Captain Kirk, you know, taking over for her Pike. That was the cowboy days. Yeah. William Shatner was the cowboy. He was making the rules up as they were going because he was the first one out there. And that was the Cowboy days. Then you have the, the next generation, which is the Picard, uh, the Jean-Luc Picard time frame. And that was more the minutiae of which is what America's in right now, the minutiae. Oh, we've got to pontificate and the policies, and you know, the committee's got a committee, and you know, we got to discuss and you know, blah, blah, blah. And then we go and we do. And it was more about the minutia of running a big federation, a big, you know, it was about it was about policy and what's good, you know, policy to to expand the human race in a positive way and help other other life forms out in a positive way the minutia. And then now we're now we've gone we've we are now we have gone we have we have gone into this wokitarian crap where now it's you know we're going to destroy space. Look, it was Stacy Abrams Stacy Abrams destroys everything around her. Everything around her gets destroyed by her or she eats it, one of the two. Um now the whole wokarians they want to go and destroy space. That they they want to spread this virus beyond Earth to other planets and tell them how. what You watch. They're going to be the ones that are going to try and tell other planets how to live. How dare you have that ion cannon nuclear fusion power reactor that fits in the pocket of your, you know, the glove box of your car that powers your whole planet. No, you can't have that because it spews a little pollution. You got to have solar and wind. Because that's the only way we can grift and make money. You watch. They'll do that. And then she might eat them.
1: He's on a roll, JV. Well,
2: he's,
1: he's in charge of the Do you show. You want me to keep going? Point. No, I didn't. You say, gave it to me.
0: You're in charge. That means you need to ask ask questions. JR's sitting there politely waiting for something to say, you know, to respond. I'll to. tell you one thing, uh, yeah.
1: JR. The, the, uh, let me just tell you one uh, interesting trivia fact here is, uh Gene Roddenberry, who created Star Trek, he's from Trumansburg, which is a little town up from Ithaca on the uh, uh, west side of uh, Cayuga Lake here in uh, upstate New York. So.
0: That's pretty cool too because Rod Serling <laughs> is also from the same corridor. Rod Serling. Yeah, Rod Serling grew up in Binghamton. And um huh. yeah, and and he is obviously a pioneer in science fiction and obviously the Twilight Zone and he was he wrote mm. the uh, he wrote the so, uh, screenplay for Planet of the Apes the original one and a lot of great oh, yeah? stuff, yeah.
2: <laughs> Which we're doing now. We're starting to put chips into monkey brains and they're getting smarter and smarter. So Planet of the Apes is on its way. So, so let me get this straight. So Rod Sterling and Gene Roddenberry lived kind of in the same area and they're both from the future. So what's going on in that area that they brought people from the future back to write this stuff to try and teach us a lesson that we obviously are not paying attention to?
0: That's a great question. Uh, but, the, But they are from basically the same corridor, probably within two hours of each other. Uh, And I think they're probably contemporaries. I don't know if we looked up the birth dates and whatever. They're probably contemporaries. And I'm sure they worked together, too, at some point. They must have. You know, back then in early television days, they all did. Uh, But the original Star Trek only lasted three seasons. And it's amazing to me that a show that only lasted three seasons was canceled and really not considered a success has become such an iconic, iconic uh, force in pop culture science fiction spawned i mean how many movies now 20 30 40 how many movies how many versions of the television show eight you know i don't know what numbers were on but wow yeah uh, all from a show that and lots of barely movies. lasted three seasons it's pretty crazy
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah and, and i believe the original star trek has been on the air for like 25 years somewhere somehow so it's on the air it has not been off the air For a a huge amount of years like it was only off the air like two two seasons when it got canceled and then all of a sudden it was in repeats and it's been on the air every day so jr um since you're the 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 banking professional um in our group the guy that knows money like no other um what stock should i buy (laughs) (laughs) oh that's funny Because it's all down. (laughs) Gold. Is now the time to buy? Gold.
0: Actually,
1: (laughs) now is the time to buy,
0: I think, in some cases. Yeah,
1: loaded question, yeah, for sure. Um, But, uh, you know, uh, United States is a $20 trillion economy, and China's second at 10. And then you got, like, Germany and Russia at 4 and 3 or something like that. So, you know, one thing that I have been – I kind of, you know, there's, there's a famous quote by uh, Warren Buffett that he never made a bad stock pick. He said, uh, his timing's been off, but he never made a bad stock dip. And and in other words, eventually if you wait long enough, you end up being right, correct? So so that is true, I think, with the US economy. I mean, we are, I thought in 08, you know, when we, we hit rock bottom there, Lehman Brothers failed, we didn't know where the bottom was. I, I, I thought, you know, we were printing money I thought currency, fiat currency that we've been basically on since 72, which is another interesting point that maybe we'll get to uh, with, the, uh, with the, you know, international currency issues and uh, selling oil to Iran all comes into this. But I, th- I thought we'd all of a sudden start to see the dollar weaken and that the uh, commodities with silver, gold, even platinum, some of these, any of these uh, commodities that trade, we'd see, uh steadily if not uh significantly increasing values and it didn't happen they've been volatile up and down but uh we are basically where we were you know 10 years ago um on average and it just has not happened and my and my theory on that has been that you know the u.s economy is so big it's it's like a it's like a a large vessel take the titanic it takes a lot to move the needle on a boat that big, before it it will turn around and go the other way. It's a lot quicker to turn around a rowboat than it is, you know, the Queen Anne. So I think that has it's kind of the inertia thing. Uh, we have we have so much going for us that even in spite of ourselves and in spite of the debt that we're accumulating, we still, in, in many respects, uh, are are the um, and debt is accumulated in tremendous amounts all across the all across the globe but we're still the healthiest horse in the glue factory in theory. so you know it's like you know where else are you' gonna put your money? you know US treasuries are still about as good as you got you know and uh, and that has probably uh, kept us at the forefront of uh, economic power uh, over the last uh, really 15 or 20 years um, when some of these impacts, of our overspending and borrowing uh, should have had more of an impact at this point from my view, but it hasn't happened yet.
2: So, um, Jr. What stock should I buy?
1: You're back to that. Um, You know,
2: you went a, you went a long way around the corner to tell me not to buy stocks.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm certainly not a licensed broker, you know, um, as in my con- country. Well, let me ask
2: Penny, the question
1: uh, this way. my 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 knowledge is in is in uh global a- uh, finance, not any specific one. What? But but I will say this. <laughs> I, let me ask time, you
2: this: What are you buying?
1: Well, uh I've owned gold and silver for a bunch of years, and like I said, that hasn't worked out as good as I'd hoped. But Uh, when times are volatile, you know, there is what's called the flight to quality and you want things that, uh, aren't only that don't, you know, that don't do well, um, only in a growing, uh, fiery economy. Right. Uh, you know, we have a lot of inflation right now and you could argue that, you know, things are looking up, but there's, there's a lot of warning signs as well. Uh, you know, you look at the fed today, finally. Finally, raised rates uh, a quarter percent, raising the the, uh, the Fed's fund target from to a quarter to a, a half, uh, twenty five to fifty basis points. Long overdue. Um, resistant to do it, and they're still, you know, talking about the uh, the uh, oh the war in Ukraine and and things that are you know still creating a lot of volatility. But uh, you know, eight of the nine uh voting uh fed governors today uh with Bullard not voting for the quarter he wanted a half and uh i argued last summer we should have started to see at the beginning of the inflation cycle we should have seen the fed making uh, adjustments at that point point. and they still did adjust today they still said that at a future point we're going to stop our our bond buying you know which they've been doing consistently so they didn't even stop that today they all they did was change the Fed funds rate. So, uh, anyway, you want a stock pick, huh? I, I think <laughs> the consumer, I, besides balancing it out, and that's what I will say. Over time, the more diversified you can be, the better off you are because you, you're going to hit a sector somewhere that's always doing well. If you just, if you go all in on something thinking you're right, you know, chances are uh, you're going to be like the casino. They don't build those big casinos with a whole bunch of winners. <laughs> they, they build them. That's with The losers. So I would say, uh, certainly stay diversified The consumer durables. You know, you, you're, you're still going to brush your teeth. You're still going to sham, you know, you shampoo those things you buy, no matter what the economy truly is, unless things are just really dire. So those are some of the staple picks that, that, uh, you know, you tend to get more conservative, but. But guess what? It also depends on where you are in your financial life. You know, you want to, as Roy Rogers, you know, often said at at the later stage of his, um, career and investment life, he, he was more concerned with the return of his principal than the return on it. So, you know, there's that safety thing too, which, you know, if you're older, you don't want to lose what you've made because you don't have as much time to regain it. Right. So. There's no one answer uh, for everybody. You know, everybody's in a different boat, but in general, diversification is good. And I certainly wouldn't hesitate to have a sector in the commodities at this juncture because I don't see the dollar strengthening anytime soon. JV, any thoughts? Yeah. You're a big stock. Well,
0: I I want, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I don't... don't, uh, I'm not sure where to go with this because um, this inflation problem, we're talking about it as though, uh, you know, oh, well, this month it's this. And if next next month it's better, then, then it's better. But that's not the way it works. These are compounding issues and compounding problems. And as JR pointed out, the remedies that are being introduced by the Fed and by other instruments of, of government finance are – I mean to say, they're scratching the surface. Isn't doing it justice. They're not even close to scratching the surface. Uh, so what they're doing is they're delaying, and the, and, and I, I will tell you what I, why I think that's happening. and I'm interested to know what Jr. thinks. But they're delaying any real effort to change this. They're doing. They're delaying any any. Uh, they're completely discounting any options on the supply side that would help, like drilling for more oil providing more energy uh stability they're not doing any of that and they're just adding fuel to the fire in the, in the finance markets by continuing to pump this money and whether congress uh, agrees to a five trillion dollars spending package or not it's the fed that's pumping this money into the economy to the tune of i don't know jr what's the figure it's 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 out it's outrageous the amount of Money supply that's being introduced by the Fed through this bond buying and these other programs—it's staggering.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's about 120 billion a month. Yeah, uh, ballpark ballpark that they've been buying to, and what that does, why why that helps stimulate the economy, it 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 uh, shows demand for our bonds, which are our debt. That's how you know we're. I don't know, we were in debt $4 trillion or 4000000000000 4, $4 or $5 billion a day, I think, is our deficit. And that has to be funded somehow. You know, it seems like paper money, but some it does have to add up. So that debt gets gets funded by issuing debt and U.S. treasuries that we can all buy. But if there's not enough people at the market to cover it, then the Fed, you know, uh, buoy, buoys the uh, demand for it to keep the market, stable. Uh, there there is there was days I remember back in 08, 09, nobody showed up at the market. Nobody, no international buyers, wow. no one. The, the Fed was the only buyer. So, uh, you know, I don't know how common or uncommon that is, but uh, certainly that doesn't uh, support a, a strong, stable economy that would, would, uh, you know, take care of itself on its own by just having normal supply and demand. So the Fed has buoyed that uh, to this point and still hasn't stopped that. I mean, the Fed's balance sheet is trillions. It's never been anything like that. I mean, it was a modest play, you know, and uh, and for them to now unwind that, at some point they need to get normalized that. To do that, they gotta have otherwise strong demand from someplace or the markets go a little haywire. And, uh, you know, we still have really low mortgage rates. You know they're based on on uh, the bonds. You get a 30-year mortgage just based on the 30-year bond. You know what what is that cost? Um, so normally you have a uh, yield curve that starts low on the short end and 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 goes up to the 30 end. But we've had a very flat uh, yield curve, and that's not good either. You want to have your capital have a return. You want you want a you know a bottom bottom left to upper right. Uh, yield curve
0: yeah and and basically if i was to simple simplify what jr just said is this is a big shell game not only is the federal government spending way more money than it brings in creating the debt but it's covering that debt by printing money is is what we're saying here it is creating money supply and buying debt that that private sector buyers aren't interested in Uh, I mean, this is a scary, scary house of cards that is being uh, that is being constructed here. And let me just finish this one point and then then you take it. So now add to this mix increasing interest rates. If you go back to even historical averages, four or five percent, the debt is untenable. You can't sustain the debt, the interest payments on the debt that the U.S. has accumulated is. So now they are in a position they've created so much debt that they can't do what they need to do. To, to slow this inflation down because if they do it it'll basically bankrupt the US government I mean I'm using extreme terms here but that's really kind of what it is and Jay are you comment on that and then brick go ahead with your question
1: yeah yeah it's uh well that's exactly right we've had historically rock bottom interest rates well that that kind of um, shelters the fact that we're accumulating more and more debt at an extreme level on a daily basis. So what happens is uh, because rates have been so low and they've been a flat yield curve that it doesn't really matter, all rates are low. So we don't see the uh, impact of, of, of the debt in, the, in our interest costs. I think interest costs are about $400 uh, billion a year is what we're paying on our, our debt right now. About 30% uh, of our debt is on uh, one year or less. So, you know, if we raise rates today, well, 70% of our debt isn't impacted because it's on fixed rates that do not mature in the short run. So it's not an immediate hit when the Fed does what they did today by a quarter of a percent. But uh, I think another 15% uh, percent is uh, two years or less so it, in essence one to two years so in two years if we were to raise rates we're basically going to reprice the bottom 45 percent of our debt ballpark I, i'm rounding a bit here and there but it's that's about it but that's why rates aren't going to just all of a sudden go up and our interest costs dollar for dollar uh by when the fed uh makes a move like this is because you know 70 percent isn't impacted yet um in, you know in the but, that 40, but that 40
2: but that 45 that forty-five percent will be impacted in about a year and a half to two years. Did I understand that right?
1: Yeah, forty-five percent of our that, debt
2: in about two years gets hit.
1: Yeah, that's about our uh, our uh, uh, the percent of our debt that's in uh, two years or less in bonds. So if you were to now so, tomorrow go out and get a bond, you know it's going to be at a higher price because the Fed just you know I I say that they knew this was going to come. I say th- I think a quarter was baked in. Now, what'll be interesting tomorrow is to see what happens. Did they have 30, uh, 35 or 40% baked in? Because there was, there was, you know, thought that it could be higher. And, and you saw that one of the fed governors there, Bullard, who's the most, you know, hawkish, he, uh, he, he wanted 50 so he was a dissenter on the 25. Um, so, you know, he, he's one that, that generally is, uh, has wanted to act quicker in his, uh, Time on the Federal Reserve, and it's, it's not so uncommon this, for them to not be uh, universal in their in what they want. But.
2: So the the pain, the, the prick of the pain that we feel comes in a, in about two years. What they did today, the pain is two years from now,
1: or is the pain
0: what they've been doing the last what they've been doing the last fifteen years basically not today. Yeah, percent. I
1: mean in two thousand eight rates were zero. You know that crisis kept. And it did not move until about a year and a half before COVID hit. A year and a half before COVID hit, they started moving rates up and Fed funds, you know, got up to, I don't know if it was one and a quarter, one and a half, something like that. But then March of 2020, bang, overnight on a Friday, it went down 75 basis points. And then we were down to, we we're down to nothing again, basically a target rate of zero until today. And uh you know, but but I'll just say it. it is a target rate. You know, uh, that Fed funds rate, of course, right. is the so, rate that banks borrow from each other at.
2: So the way my, my little cuckoo brain is working right now is that I'm trying to figure out the angle for the power brokers to allow this to start happening if this is going to be very painful. Other than, obviously, the Great Reset, they want to go, there's that whole scheme or that whole conspiracy theory or that whole, well, as actually, it's a plan in my book. But... Maybe they're going, well, you know, we're going to get smoked in 2022. Let's start this process now so that when the Republicans take over, all this craziness is happening or starting to happen, and we can blame it on them, and then still keep the presidency in 2022. Is that a possible angle for starting to jump those numbers up so it just makes it more painful, but the Republicans will be in charge of the House and Senate, and they know that's coming, so they're going to make it as difficult as possible for them on the Fed financial front so they can use it as a weapon? 2024
1: well keep in mind uh the federal reserve is by definition independent of the federal government and they have a mandate people don't know uh, that a stated, a stated mandate that uh you know is basically um good on un- or low unemployment and uh and low inflation so uh, you know on the one hand we seemingly have uh, strong employment because unemployment is so low, but you know, that is artificial because so many have left the workforce that it, you know, to be unemployed, you have to be actively looking for work. So that statistic is only, you know, valid if you truly understand what's behind it. And the labor participation rate is is another statistic that's very telling. I mean, we've, you know, that, that, uh, you know, we've been up to 70% and I think it's down to 61. So in other words, eligible workers, you know, we're down as low as we've been uh, very recently uh, since they've been measuring that. So, and that's because, you know, people retired early, Uh, people left the workforce because they could get paid more by staying home. Um, And a lot of people became self-employed. I think those are the three reasons why, um, you know, the labor participation rate is what it is. So, um, but you bake all of this, Certain things into the economy. I don't care what they do to the Fed funds rate and the Federal Reserve action, and and they're projecting now six uh, adjustments upward in 2022. Uh, two thousand twenty-two. You know, a month ago it was four, so they're admitting, and they're and and they're they're tricky how they do this. They they don't like to tell you because they like to have a little uh, wiggle room, but they give guidance that kind of lets you. Th- you know see what they think they're doing so there's always wiggle room so uh but we're going to see uh a uh, a measured every fed meeting quarter percent unless something materially changes in my view again I, what do i know but you know it certainly looks like that is the current plan and that's on with the backdrop of ukraine and russia and who knows where oil is going to go? Maybe it's leveled off, but uh, you know what inflation is already baked into the economy. The supply chain issues that are impacted by Russia on the certainly on the oil side, you know, and 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 grossly impacted by things the administration has done, so that we aren't prepared to to do what we should be able to do, and that's you know control our own destiny more. So, so it's going to take. Uh, uh, this consistent approach, in my view, they should, they should have done it a long time ago. And I think if I, if I were in charge, I would have raised it 50 basis points easily today. But that admits that they waited too long, which they did. So they're giving themselves a little cover, mm. too.
2: So here we are. Uh, so, JV, just a little, a little left turn at Albuquerque here, then you can jump back to this. Uh, I tried to upload the Alex Jones's right T-shirt to Teespring. Not allowed to upload it. Gone. New. 404 air really is not
0: there really and that interesting yep wow um censorship you, you know Br- you asked a couple times here what stocks should you buy i'm going to tell you what stocks you should buy and it's called paying off any debt you have that's the stock you should buy paying off your debt now jr may debt-free. disagree if you've got a mortgage that's at a fixed rate at three percent for whatever maybe you know that's cheap debt in long term um, so I'm not sure what you think about that, J.D., but JR. but um, I honestly think that most Americans have way too much debt and you need to look at paying it down.
1: Yeah, I mean, the uh, some of these uh, easy credit entities like uh, what are they called? Uh, one begins with an A. I, there's several of them that have popped up now and you can basically go in and sign your name and pay over a couple of years. And I mean. There's some of the hot stocks right now. I, I saw a guy on uh, CNBC uh, one day this morning, and he was a CEO. He's he's got to be like thirty of this of this company. Was it a firm or something like that? Um, and he thinks that he, he was raising their projection. So the uh, the analyst was kind of saying, "Well, what? what um, we got a lot of debt out there. There's a lot of uncertainty. Don't you think people are going to reel it in?" And uh, he said just the opposite. He thinks people want to. Have a buffer to their cash flow, so instead of paying cash, they're going to use his service. So in the short run, he thinks they're going to uh, have uh, more business, not less. So he had guidance that was uh, higher. But uh, I agree. I mean, I would I would say this, and I've I've said this for years. You know, the last debt you pay off is generally your mortgage, because at least you know in the in the old days you could deduct it. You deduct the interest, but right. but with the uh, the revision in the tax structure you know under Trump you know the standard deduction increased so much that many people unless you're in a really expensive area where you have big mortgages big incomes in the metropolitan areas most people are using the standard deduction now and I'll and I'll say I'm no tax tax professional either but but historically the last thing you should pay off is your mortgage because at least you can deduct that. Now, if you're a business, you probably, you know, big businessman like Brett here, he's got <laughs> depreciation and an interest and capital purchases. And he, you know, he can deduct all those things. And his situation is probably completely different than, you know, um, layman like ourselves, J.P. But um, at, at any rate, Man, I, um, I I hate that so subjective. much,
2: JR. My truck, my truck is paid off. I have no credit card debt. Uh, I have one credit card that I use that's from Bass Pro Shop because they give me Bass Bucks, which I turn around and use those to buy ammo um with for free. So but I but I buy all my work material on it. So I'm, I'm i I probably put a couple hundred thousand through that credit card a year. And that's, you know, that's a few thousand dollars in Bass Pro Bucks that I buy ammo with. Um, mm-hmm. but other than that, I am I do not like debt. I hate debt with a passion. And I try to teach that to my kids. It took me a lot. I mean, in my twenties, I had like 19 credit cards. I was way out of control, and it took me a, it took me from like 35 to 40 ish, 45 ish, to get all that debt paid off, all those credit cards closed, and square my shit away. And I will not go back to that ever again. But I think JV's yep. right right now: get out of debt right with, while the dollar's worth something. Or do you wait till the dollar's worth nothing, so the debt is smaller? I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, that's a good you, you, if, the, if the
2: dollar is yep. shrinking, do you, do you wait?
1: If if you want to make an eighteen percent return on your money, pay off your credit cards. You know, exactly. you're not going to get eighteen percent someplace yeah. else. So, exactly. So uh, unless you're in a stock market that's yeah. just going bonkers, and guess what? You li- then then you have uh, margin margin uh, people that you know can margin their cash. Um, this is not the market to do that in either, uh, in my view. But uh, get yourself with more flexibility with you- and pay down your debt is certainly a strong approach to getting yourself prepared. It's like, it's like having your, uh, freezer full of, uh, prep food, Brett, you know, it's getting yourself in better shape financially, you know, physically, financially, everything, because, you know, uh, I like to have control when there's uncertainty and I don't, you know, it's exactly the position the United States isn't in because we did not, um, continue to be self-sufficient where we could be and all we've done is wait yeah. 15 months, uh longer than we should have.
2: Yeah, and for the record, I have 35 buckets under my house in a cool area. So they'll last for the 25 years. 35 buckets right now and grow. He loves to talk, talk
0: about his food. <laughs> Just remember everybody though, it I'm gives him be... it gives him horrible gas. So you don't want to be around him when he tries Oh,
2: brutal. It's brutal. The way they freeze dry. I don't know what it is what they what they do. But you know, I live in I live I live in the big city, so I've got to be able to hunker down for a while until I can figure out my escape, you know, uh, because it's going to be bad. Let for me throw a while. out but, a hypothetical,
0: uh, and this isn't uh, really necessarily finance related, although there clearly would be a financial impact. You know, we're watching this stuff in Ukraine, and we're watching Putin seem to become more unhinged every day. What if Putin?
2: the media says,
0: well, I listen, I saw his speech. I mean, I have to rely on the trans translator being honest with the translation. That's the only, you know, link in the chain that I'm uncertain about. But I heard what he said, his speech. The media didn't filter that for me. I heard it. And he is becoming more unhinged every day. What if he does, in fact, use a nuclear weapon, whether it's in Ukraine or in a NATO nation? I mean, that's obviously a far more significant event. Uh you know Britt's talking about you know being hunkered down in in a metropolitan area what happens in metropolitan areas when they think there might be a nuclear missile coming in at any point uh, because uh, you know the world has just gone that crazy you know metropolitan areas become chaos and immediately yep. jr i mean this is a this is almost a nightmare scenario even if we don't actually have a nuclear event here in the united states
1: yeah you know i don't know I don't know if anybody really quite understands what his end game is. Um, he didn't really have a really good reason, at least overtly, to go into Ukraine anyway. Seemed very manufactured. What has happened now, I mean, everything's speculative here at this point. I mean, there's just theories, but these bio labs that showed up in Ukraine that have seemingly been there for, you know, a decade or two, um there's, there's just something that doesn't smell right about this. And there, and there seems to be a lot of conflict, even, even re- in the conservative, uh, um, world about, I mean, it, some have been criticized for this, that Putin has some reason to defend himself because of the emboldened activities that are happening in Ukraine. And we certainly know Ukraine has been a, uh, uh they're not part of NATO. They're independent in many, refl- or, um, in many ways, and guess what? If you wanted to hide something, seems like a pretty darn good place to do that. So um, I'm certainly not justifying what Putin has done, even a little bit, because it's it's horrific what is happening there. But it may, um, to your point, it may give some guidance on where he's going. And certainly he seems to have some alliances, in China, and with some other uh, nefarious individuals around the around the globe, and he's 69 years old, I believe. Does he have health issues? Where is he going? I don't know. There, there's so much that happens with the powerful money people, the 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 World Economic Forum types, the uh, One World Order types. That you can't help but think that there's an element of orchestration here that is maybe not as random as we might uh, on the surface think it is, uh, and I'll I'll have to leave it at that. I if he truly wants to go the nuclear route, though, uh, that is a absolute game changer, and I I think that brings in you know so many other uh, elements, and the at a minimum us and the NATO group that. Uh, that that just doesn't seem like it ends well i mean we talked about it i i think matt was talking about it on his show and we were joking about the the uh i don't know if you remember jv i don't know if it was on that one or not but we're talking about the movie war games yeah you know and ther- thermonuclear war and uh then the computer keeps running all the sim- simulations and uh uh the world's destroyed in every one of them and uh and, and he finally figures out that that is an end game that no one wins it's a lose-lose proposition so uh certainly everyone agrees to that you know going nuclear is certainly a, um, a game changer and, and and no one's best interest and is he that crazy and radical that he would do that i, I think the guy in north korea could be i have never viewed putin as being uh maybe a a tyrant but i never thought he was crazy did
0: you hear the words he was using today it's pretty it's pretty stark langu- no. yeah it's pretty stark language and he's very stalin-esque now he's talking about purging his nation of traitors and uh and uh scum i think was the other oh, word this is he a used. New speech. he yeah didn't know that. no this is pretty this is pretty dramatic oh. dramatic and drastic which is a uh, um, it was a real departure from what he's well, been saying. I, he sounds like a leader who realizes, you know, he's he's like he sounds like he's he's Hitler in the bunker, you know. He sounds like he's going to bring it all well, down maybe, with him. That's what he sounded like. um
2: Or he and G have a plan. Well, he and G have a plan. I mean, they met right before all this stuff went crazy. You know, I mean, we just sent three thousand military personnel to Australia, Marines for the first time. I mean. It's uh, we're we're doing war games with Jap- Japan now, and our Marines are working with the Japanese version of the Marines. And Japan has uh, in, uh, increased their their military budget. I mean, they're by treaty they're only allowed to have defensive stuff, but now apparently they're buying some offensive stuff uh, now. So it, it's almost like that we're going to war because that's what the powers that be want to happen. They lost Afghanistan, so they have no grift there. They got to find a new grift. But I still, have my same sta- I still have my same standing. I don't give two shits about the Ukraine. Let them fight it out. Let them do whatever they want to do. Let them nuke each other. I don't care. I really don't care. I don't want our boys and girls going over there to fight their wars. I don't. We can send them weapons. We can give them technical yeah, I support don't, all day long. I, I, let's just take a quick nope.
0: straw poll here. I mean, I don't think anybody on this program believes that we should be sending U.S. combat forces to Ukraine. Uh, JR, nope. you agree with that?
1: Nope. Yeah, uh, it, it in some ways, uh, you know, we told Ukraine we would have their back if they gave right. up their news. No, I know. I've had that. And certainly uh, don't join NATO, but we've got your back. And whether they gave every last one up, I guess I, I can't help in the back of my mind to wonder if they, they've pocketed a couple someplace. But that being said, uh, there's a lot of innocent people, and the U.S. has stood for freedom. And I certainly think there's things we can do without putting our boys on the ground there that we should be doing to, to try to influence this conflict much more directly than we have been to this point. I, I you know, I, I've, I've heard well, uh, firsthand stories of people that were executed, um, friends of my parents, uh, were over there on missionary trip, got caught when the invasion happened and wow. they were executed. All four of them. Oh, wow. Um, you know, I heard that last weekend. I was at my, you know, two weeks ago when I was up to my parents. So those people were doing nothing wrong and they paid the ultimate price for it. They, they were actually being productive and helpful and, and uh, all the things that freedom loving people do and something the United States stands for. So, um, but I certainly would argue if we'd done, uh, if we had provided leadership and the leader of freedom in the world this wouldn't have happened in the first place. Well, that's my position
0: on it, is that this was preventable if we had a strong leader that would have dealt with it before it became a war. And uh, sadly, we don't have a strong leader. We have a leader that can barely string a sentence together. And did did anybody see that little exchange he had, the St. Patrick's, but he he talked about uh, uh, the First Lady. He was referring to Kamala Harris, called her the First Lady, and then Jill Biden yep. says, "I don't know what she said because I couldn't hear her off camera, but she says something." He turns, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, no." First he goes, "Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm the one with the problems." As you know, the whole thing was just bizarre. And then he calls, calls uh, the second
1: gentleman, the second gentleman, like the that, first gentleman,
0: calls him the first gentleman. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh my god, the man is is a basket case of dementia. But that's the president. That's that's who the Ukrainians have to rely on for help. Uh, that's what the free world has to rely but on Hank, to prevent a nuclear war or China taking Taiwan or any of that stuff. That's this. That's the guy. No more mean tweets. Yeah, no more mean tweets. The the
1: the, uh, the opening is there, and uh, you know, I I posted that Reagan quote uh, a couple of days ago. You know, where it basically said, you know, when you know tyrants are in check when freedom is strong not when it's weak it's when it's weak is when it opens up uh tyrants or something like that from 1980 and and it is blatantly accurate uh with the current position that and the current president that we have so we're we're getting what we should have expected
2: yeah my problem with the ukraine though is that it's it's a corrupt country just as corrupt as russia or tyrannical as russia I mean, uh, the leader, the Zal right? Zolensky, I got do I have that right? Or am I Zolensky. butchering it? Zelensky. Zelensky. I mean, he's he, Zelensky, He's imprisoned his political foes. He's you know done the dirty stuff. So it's, it's two bad dudes fighting, and sadly, innocent people are caught in the middle. But we cannot get sucked into this and start World War Three on a world level, and then have nukes fly over. I'm sorry, over the Ukraine. I, we just can't. I I don't. I don't we just can't, and I don't want. I, 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 I need to ask you, Britt. I need to ask you, Britt,
0: because because yeah. you you articulated this position a few times, and I've articulated the position that that Jr. just gave us too. The United States promised Ukraine in 1994 if they gave up their yeah, nukes, sorry. we would we would. So okay, yeah. so if the United States is going to All say right. sorry, we made this promise to you, but we're not. What happens yeah. when Pakistan I'm falls to shit? Kids. What happens when Pakistan falls to shit, and we have to make the same promise to Pakistan to get rid of those nukes? They're not going to believe it. You know, we, we lose all credibility at that level. And that's an important level. If we allow nuclear prol- proliferation like this, uh, we are far, a, a far more dangerous position, whether you want to send your kids or not. We are in a far more dangerous position. If those nukes had remained in Ukraine, we would have been in a far more dangerous position.
2: So how do you, how do we handle that? Or Russia that? wouldn't have invaded. How
0: do we handle that? How do we handle the United care. States? I don't.
2: I don't care. Okay. I well, don't care. I I, I. I don't care about them. Our military is to protect our land, our country. It's not about not them. It's not about else. them, and it's not, well, the have,
0: it's not. about them, and not about the military. It's about a commitment the U.S. made to remove nuclear care. weapons. I don't care. Okay, no, well.
2: no, corrupt men that were running the country at the time that we made made they they wrote checks they can't cash. They wrote checks they can't cash. We are not. We cannot be sending our fucking people everywhere. We're going to have bridge. our oh, stop, 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 war. Stop, stop, We're going to be down and off. No
0: one's saying, I didn't say send troops in. I've never said that. There are still things we can continue to do to, to put our thumb on the scale of, of the outcome of this war that does not involve right. combat.
2: To yep. which I said, technical support and armaments. I'm totally cool. Send it, but don't send our troops. We're not, I I I will fucking. Yeah, but that's not stand what you said. That's not what you it. said a few
0: minutes ago. You said fuck it. You said fuck the Ukraine. You said fuck the Ukraine. Fuck them. They can do with it. Let them fight. Let them do whatever. That's not the same position as what yeah, you just fight. said. That's not what you do. That's not the same position no. as, that you just articulated. No. I
2: said let them fight. We can arm them to the teeth. I'm fine with that. Yeah, but that's not
0: what you said a minute ago. So but, now, if you're clarifying, and I, I I understand it better, but that's not what you well, said. Well, I said
2: before. that before, and then I probably got a little hyperbolic while I was pissy. But, yeah, I, but th- them fighting, let them fight. We don't need to go get in between them and keep them separated. That's what I'm saying. We don't, what do we get? We're going to go over there and, and, and fight Russia directly with our, no. Give them, let them fight. Give them the armaments. We should have been sending more javelins, more, all that stuff. Should have done it
0: all before we the have invasion started. The yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Trump was the first one to do it. I mean, think Trump it. actually sent the yeah. first shipment of the jets. And he got blasted ja- for it. He sure did at the time. Yep
2: anyway but, you know and then also I mean yeah so I, I I I just I I cannot we told the Ukraine give the nukes up we'll, we'll cover your ass we lied we lie to a lot of people as a country they lie to us they lied to us all day long as the citizens I'm Our not gonna I'm lies. not gonna
0: excuse that for one second that is the most dangerous thing we could do in geopolitical conversations is to lie if if you're saying that's a lie and we do it all the time then i'm i'm not i'm not okay with that that is a major problem
2: whether we're whether we're okay with it or not it's what they do no it's It's not
0: what what it's not not all the time no do you think we wouldn't renege on our our commitments to israel if israel got attacked do you think we'd walk away from Uh, israel say not our boys uh no i don't think we would with, I don't think we'll walk away from NATO. If today, NATO gets I, I don't think if NATO gets attacked we won't I mean JR jump in on this. I, if NATO gets attacked we won't walk away from that commitment. Why is it okay to walk no, no, away? from no, because they can from make other money. Commitments? Uh all right. I'm not that's okay. I'm not I'm not going to go into that that conversation because I don't Well, yeah, have there's, to say there's about a
1: reason uh there's a reason we didn't want uh or basically stood our ground that you know NATO was off the table for Ukraine. Brit is right. In some respects, here that Ukraine—they're—they're they're not a lily-white country. They—they—they're they're everybody's darling, seemingly now, compared to Russia. Um, but there is a lot of criminal activity. Uh, certainly the Bidens, and certainly the U.S. with these bio labs and things, and who knows what else. You know, I, I wouldn't shock me, uh, the CIA is active in Ukraine because it's a little bit of a bastion there that's not part of any other alliances. But uh, from a humanitarian standpoint, and I think that's where JV and I are, are coming from, you know, those are a lot of innocent people in Ukraine too that had no party to this. And, you know, I don't know if we have a modern day Bobby Kennedy that can back channel a discussion and and come to terms with russia and say listen nobody wins this thing if this thing escalates let's figure out a reasonable trade that will make everybody happy and let's let's go home and um and rebuild and uh and know that we learned something from this that's what we need and maybe there's things going on and if there are we don't know about them obviously uh they shouldn't tell us in some respects until they have an agreement and it's time and then you uh you know it's like um uh, that's how we got our air base i think in uh in turkey isn't it i mean we agreed to have something in that sphere uh, uh um what's his name uh, gorbachev um khrushchev basically had to save face in his own country so we made some kind of concessions i forget what that was but we basically made it so it was something we could live with and let's let's let, the powder keg uh, of Cuba, um, wind down and stay out of our hemisphere, and we'll stay out of yours, and that worked for. So that's something and that's something
0: that everyone can live with. It, 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 I mean, I would I would use that same def definition at the time in 1938 when the Allies said, "Sure, Hitler, take take a, a third of Czechoslovakia. Go ahead and take it. It'll be peace in our time." Was the quote from Neville Chamberlain when you're dealing with a leader like? Hitler in that case, or in this case, Putin, if 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 what we're starting to see is any indication of of the level of sanity in this man, um, you know, there is no pacification here. Uh, You know, you can't you you make it a deal for six months, but then. There's no there's no guarantee that that deal will be honored. I mean, that's the problem with somebody like Putin.
1: Well, maybe he needs to save face at this point and the best deal he gets is to escalate things at least overtly so he can get a deal. I don't know. It's a poker game. It is a poker game. You deal. know he, he played he played um. his he played a hand today at that speech I didn't hear, but he escalated things by all sounds. And that should raise the eyebrows of more and more folks who said, All right, we've got to find a we've gotta find an answer here. Because this thing is going south in a hurry. And when China invades Taiwan, you know, let's just say, if, for instance, tomorrow, then we've got a bigger problem on Much our hands. Much bigger
0: problem. And let's let's hope so, that the stingers and javelins are already being uh, shipped uh, there and have been for months. Let's hope that that's the case.
2: I'm telling you, and, and the planes flying in, dropping the little parachutes with guns and ammunition attached into Taiwan. So everybody's armed, like here in America. What's and the, the population no of Taiwan? Does money... anybody know? Few, uh, isn't it like several million? Seventeen million? I don't Something know. like that. not sure. I don't, I don't know. know I just know that I, I I have I have studied and watched probably three times through all of the chalkboard educational things that Glenn Beck has done and gone to his website and read the actual document, government documents FOIA documents about the Ukraine, our State Department, George Soros, the Atlantic uh, Council, all the corruption that they've done, our State Department, anywhere our State Department is, the CIA is right behind them, and it's all corruption. It's just a big grifting thing. I'm telling you, for everybody that's out there, if you have the time, it is so worth it to go to Glenn Beck's The Blaze and go through his chalkboard series, specifically about the Ukraine in that area. And he just lays, he's such a great teacher. But not only does he lay it out on a chalkboard with timelines and everything, he also, you can go to his website and you can read the documents themselves that they've scanned that are from official government sources, whether it's over there or over here, et cetera. They try to vet it as best they can. And the the the, the spider web of corruption from our government to that government to other governments that are all involved over there around the energy fields and all the money that comes from that and all the dirty dealings they're doing, the. the With the exception of the innocent people that JR talks about, and I feel bad for them, I really do. But the place is a cesspool of corruption that I don't think is worth World War III. I just don't. It's so corrupt over there. I feel horrible about the innocent people that are there. But on the flip side, let's think, okay, let's go to 30,000 feet and shift over to where we're at in America. Our government is going the way of that crap over there and we here on the show the people listening we are trying to now start to mount a defense against the marxist shift that we're headed that road that we're shifting to the leftist, whack job woketarians marxists we are starting to stand up and start to push back against that the people over there need to do that too they need to stand up if it's been like that for a long time over there probably since the first bush the grifting and all i mean the the spider goes way back. The spider web of corruption goes way back over there. And the people just rode with it. So I mean, so we we as America need to send our boys and girls over there. I mean, that's what Zelensky's asked for. Well, it says World War Three. you need to come help us fight. So we need to send our kids over there to fight the battles that those people should have been smart enough, woke up, whatever, and fought for themselves. Now, maybe they don't have the they don't have a constitution like we have. We're lucky that way, I guess, but it's just so corrupt over there. I just, I personally have a hard time going, yeah, let's start World War III over the Ukraine. I really have a hard time with that because it's so corrupt. Because Maybe because I read too much. I don't know. Or I watch too much, you know, of all the corruption. Well, I don't know. Maybe I know. Whatever. I mean, maybe I'm jaded.
0: Nobody's, nobody has said for a whatever. second. What do
2: you mean whatever?
0: I'm saying whatever. It's a serious because-
2: thought in my head about to right, calm down. Are you, oh, sorry, so I thought you were calm whatever. Down. I thought you were whatevering me and my thought process. No,
0: I'm saying nobody has said on this program or anywhere else that I've seen that Ukraine wasn't corrupt. No one said that. My only contention has been that we made a commitment for in exchange for a de uh, a, 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 deplorif, a prolif, proliferation treaty that got rid of nuclear weapons in a volatile country. That was a huge win at the time. And if we walk away from that obligation, we'll never get it again anywhere else we might need it. And we might very well long, need it in the how future. How was that? It was in 1994. Clinton negotiated it. So
2: was that 24 years ago?
0: Uh, no, I don't think 24. That's a was a long it time.
2: 24? I don't know. Just
0: So that's the that only thing years? here that I think is at issue. Uh, and again, no one is, is disputing that Ukraine... Has been corrupt, but they're not the only corrupt nation that we work with and we and we protect. I mean, hell, we've been protecting Saudi Arabia for 50 years. Uh, you know, I know. Uh, you know, and and we would go into Saudi Arabia that if they thing? were attacked because because they have the oil. We, I mean, so I'm just I'm just uh, and and listen, there are so many flaws with this particular administration that I don't put anything past them, and I'm not saying they should. But as an American, I believe our commitments are important and. You know, we have to. If, if we're not going to be able to honor them, we don't make them. I I just feel that's important. That's my point. My other point is, uh, oh, never mind. It's not <laughs> really that important.
2: It doesn't matter. I mean, hey, but it's a show, and we're not paying for the airtime, so we can talk.
0: Yeah, but uh, anyway, so that's our talk about inflation. So I hope everybody got got some
2: uh, useful information out <laughs> yeah. of that. Oh my God!
1: Yeah, well, we I'm so glad fun. you had a, a political, <laughs> geopolitical genius on tonight that you got in the middle here.
0: <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, is Chad, Chad is offering a whole bunch of great points on all of this too, and you're all, everybody's right. I mean, there's no, there's no uh, easy way out of this. Right there's no easy way out of this. But one of the things oh. that seems to be encouraging is that I really believe that uh, first of all, this. Idea that the Russian military is is uh, I was going to say invincible because I don't think anybody's saying that though. But there was this con- this idea that the Russian military was was a very powerful force, and I'm not, not going to minimize their capabilities, but they are showing themselves to be quite inept, and they're showing themselves not only to be inept, but they have soldiers that have no more uh, morale they're showing themselves to have commanders that have no idea how to c- command a battlefield. It's making the U S military, uh, look like an unbelievably well-oiled, well-trained, even with Millie involved and Millie in the freaking uh, commander's chair. Uh, it's making, it's, it's starting to demonstrate how our well, investments in our military actually, uh, have some value because this Russian military is embarrassing itself. It really is. And there's a really good chance here yeah. that, uh, that uh, the, uh, that uh, Ukraine could uh just even and it's a victory if they if they end up in a stalemate that's a victory for Ukraine because the forecasts were 2 3 days this was over
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're entering yeah, four exactly weeks right. and, let's and, it, be, and it's also and just let's one be more honest, point, one more point Billy
2: did oversee the afghan both no he's
0: he's incompetent as hell and he should have been fired at that point yeah. uh, nobody in the biden administration yeah. has been fired over any of these f- d- debacles including afghanistan which is another thing but um I was going to say, this also is a real uh, testament to the quality of U.S. military equipment. The things we're sending Ukraine are devastating the Russian army. That is a real testament to U.S. military technology and know-how.
2: We also have the benefit of being at war for the last 25 years somewhere somewhere gotcha. at, at some point somewhere in the world we've been at war well Ukraine, um, testing everything russia kind of has
0: too though i mean russia's been in georgia and chechnya and um what's the other one i'm missing one well they were in the crimea too i mean they were doing all but that
2: crimea. yeah but isn't but isn't that right next door to them it's not like they've you know they've had to project we're no, projecting yeah they're adjacent we, that's the thing that and had. also we syria for, like no
0: syria for russia too as well um, by the way, I do want to I do want to echo uh, what Brian said in our YouTube chat. He said, fix our borders. Uh, the Biden administration yeah. just eliminated the use of what is it? Title 42, which prevented some people from yep. crossing the border due to covid restrictions. Gone. Gone. Yep.
2: Gone. Everybody can come in. There's going to be nothing new flood. This is, what,
0: this, is what blows,
2: this is what blows my mind, though. It's proving that they're voting not quite totally with the Democrats. I mean, it's like a 60 40 split. When the when the illegal when the illegals come across, it's it, it they're not they're not a monolith Democrat supporting well, state. <laughs> they
0: shouldn't be voting at all.
2: <laughs> no, they're are illegals. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, but, but you know what I mean. I'm sorry, Jr. We've stepped on you like three times. Go for it. I,
1: that's fine. I I I just am I'm still baffled how uh, an open border protects our our country from uh, enemies, foreign and domestic. I mean, uh, one of the uh, you know oath of office issues, you know, that uh, is not happening. And it's in, you know, hidden in plain sight, right? Why I, I, I don't get Airplane it plain sight. Why? And we, and we've got documented, uh, you know, criminals and foreign adversaries that didn't walk across the ocean. They've been flown into South America, Central America to get to our border. I, that that's purposeful. And intentional, and I and those are infiltrated into our country. Um, that's all well, happening. Well, I mean, how can we how can we assist Ukraine and their sovereignty uh, when we can't? We don't. We choose not to even protect our own.
2: Makes no sense. Well, this is this is the, this is the master plan. Let me try. It. This is this is what's going on with the illegals. The illegal letting all these illegals in is not about them actually voting. It's not. California has about 11 million illegal aliens in it, supposedly. Something like that. And they're in Frisco, Santa Barbara, uh, and L.A. for the most part. Um, California has, so there's 750,000 per representative. So someone do some math. 750 divided, 11 million divided by 750. That's like what, four?
0: No, it's not even. Four
2: or five?
0: 11 million divided by 750?
2: 750, 750,000.
0: Oh. That's
2: 15. Like, yeah.
0: It's almost almost 20-ish. So like okay, Between so, so so twenty. Between fifteen and twenty. So
2: California so cal okay, so 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 California has about fifteen additional representatives it should not have. That's how it works. Because every seven hundred and fifty thousand people is a representative right now. So we California, or you go to New York, which has a, a boatload of illegals there, they think, or they say or whatever, and they have additional representatives in Congress. So look at a state that that like Wyoming that has one person in Congress on the House side.
0: No, that's th- what you're oh. saying is true, and it's all new in this census. This is all new. So this this current yeah. this current um, uh, reapportionment, what uh, what's the word? I'm, uh, redistricting uh, is is the first redistricting. redistricting to take this into account. So what you're saying then is if that wasn't the case then California would have not just lost one representative. They would have lost 12 or something like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and what's happened with California is the law-abiding or moving out is getting backfilled with illegal aliens. They just stream right in. They set up camp, and, and, and they all go right to the liberal cities that have a lot of services so that they can get moving and then get services and work for cash under the table do and do what they do, do support you? their family. I get it.
0: Go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you think there's any chance that let's assume it's Donald Trump that gets into office in 2024 because he tried to do this the first time and he got tremendous amount of pushback, but he comes into 2024 and he 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 engages a massive and uh, serious uh, deportation uh, effort.
2: Doesn't have to do that. Doesn't have to do that. All he's got to do is enforce the E-Verify and employers cannot hire illegal aliens with fake social security cards. Now the illegal aliens have a really hard time going to work at the factories, at the wherevers, because it's uh, E-Verify is being enforced. And those corporations, uh, those companies, if they don't use E-Verify to verify social security numbers and they have illegals working for them, the penalty is huge, like like bankrupting level huge. You just enforce that on the employer, the business people. They can't hire the illegal aliens. The sad thing about the illegal aliens is that Democrats want them for this voter thing, for this representative thing. And, and the, 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 uh, Com- uh, uh, chamber of commerces want the cheap labor for okay. their businesses.
0: All right. Well, that might be true, okay. but I don't think it's so, enough. I don't think it's enough. I honestly think, and I want a Donald Trump or, or someone like him to come in and start a massive deportation effort and, as many of those people that cross the border illegally that we can deport we do and we force them if they want to come to the united states they go through the proper process and the proper channels to do it that's what i, I want to happen i
2: think when yeah i think if he wins the wall goes up completely we fortify you know manpower the the the, the flow goes to a trickle um and yeah i think I, I would love to see the mass deportations i think it would be amazing to watch I'm just saying that we don't necessarily have to do that because that's dangerous for the officers having to chase these people down. Yeah, they'll get the vast majority of them. They'll, they'll come quietly, but they'll be the ones that will fight and run and, you know, we'll have pursuits and people. I mean, we used to have pursuits all the time that would come out of the checkpoint down by San Diego and they would come into San Clemente area, South Orange County, and, you know, the van would be driving like mad and it would lose control, crash, kill innocent family, people and the vans are dead. I mean, it, that was happening on almost a weekly basis for a while God, I was just out of high school. So that was in the 90s. And they they stopped doing those kind of pursuits, the Border Patrol. But my point is, if we do the mass deportation thing, we run the risk of all right, but if we collateral don't, damage happening. If we don't obviously.
0: do the mass deportation thing, Jr. what we do, we, we have the next Democrat to get elected or the next Democrat Senate or Congress or whatever. You know, you've got always got this amnesty th- thing hanging over you. Even with Republicans, for that matter, uh, you've got this am- amnesty thing coming on. If we don't take them out of this country, they will eventually become citizens, Democrat voters, all of those things. So... We need to get we need to deport it could be a Republican. We, pardon me?
2: It, it could be a Republican. Reagan did it last. <laughs> no,
0: no, I agree. I, 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 that's why I said even possibly yeah. Republicans. That's why I said that, because if we don't if do we don't deport them, th- th- this policy will change and, and, and it'll just be the same problem we have today. So, you
1: know, and, and, it, and it's getting exponentially that. worse, exponentially worse the longer it goes. So, uh, as we said at the, at the onset, or at least the onset when I got on, was, um, you know, if we can change Congress, you know, at the end of this year, uh, we've already had states like Texas that are taking matters into their own hands. How, how you, what do you think Arizona or, uh, or um, Democratic New Mexico, what do you think they think of this border? It's gotten materially worse and the negative impact has gotten materially worse, I would argue that you're going to have more of a consensus on our southern border uh, approaching this way differently than we currently are. And that will impact uh, the election you know, later this year uh, by having uh, elections in some of those states where they'll swing to the Republican side. I mean, Trump said at the, uh, I think he said at CPAC that we could have what 65 senators on the Republican side and he said I don't want to say that because if it's 64 they'll say Trump yeah, right. that's I right yeah that's right, right? That? yeah I do so my, <laughs> yes. my, my, well, my point is things have gotten so bad in so many ways he, he, you know what's the now? 35 percent approval rating for the president I mean that's that's comprehensive across 50 states. I think you're going to see some material change along that border because that is certainly, if you ask them what their major issue is and how that's impacting the citizenry and the crime and um, all facets of life along that border is bad. And te- Texas said, you know what, you're not gonna do it, we're gonna do it. I think you say may see more of that and you're just gonna see the backing for that. And the quicker we do that, JB we're not gonna have to do necessarily the massive deportation in four years if we start the process of doing the right thing, you know, in uh, nine months. But uh, I agree, I mean, I, I would, first thing I would do, the criminals, the, you start with the worst, right? It's like the first thing you do when we're talking money, which I don't, you know, I thought I knew a little bit about. You pay off the high credit card first, right? Right, exactly. Well, so you get rid of the bad guys first, yep. right? In this in this case, and then go from there because it's it's not going to happen overnight. But you got to start with the most egregious um, piece of this and uh, protect our citizenry and get things going the right direction. And then I I would hope that it would snowball and you'll be able to get consensus to do, you know, the right thing, and. Uh, but we've got we've got some bad characters that have entered our country intentionally and are here, and they may be under the radar because they haven't done anything yet because they came here for, for bad reasons that heretofore haven't happened yet. So there's there's a multifaceted approach that has to happen when it comes to our border, and you know sometimes things have to get worse before they get better. Yeah, and uh, you know I think that uh, is where we're at.
0: Well, I think uh, I'm going to jump on board Britt's crazy train for just a second. I say we annex Mexico (laughs) and uh, we bring law and order and prosperity to Mexico. And we allow anybody who wants to transition into being in the United States to live in the territory of Mexico, the U.S. territory of Mexico.
2: How's that? I think the cartels might have a problem with that. Well, that's why we go in
0: and destroy the cartels. I'm down with it. We bring law and order to Mexico.
2: Well, we tried to do that once, and the CIA ended up just taking their shit and selling it in the cities themselves. So, um, uh, on the uh, 35% Joe Biden rating, I heard a little statistic today. Uh, he is at that. He is at the, the lowest rating of any president, the longest, the longest duration. I think he's been the lowest rated for a, a little over a month now. I, bet, I guess that's the longest in history that someone has stayed at this level of unlikability or whatever you want to call it. But... Uh, yeah he is he is bad his river is uh, is a mile deep and a mile wide.
0: <laughs> I have to assume that they're keeping the news from him. I have to assume they're not telling him what's really going on. He's probably not allowed to watch any television or doesn't have time whatever is sleeping whatever the hell's going on and they're not telling him the truth because he just continues to take actions that make this worse for him and any real politician, any real president would change course even just a little bit even just a little bit. And he's not changing at all. I do want to just mention that we had a bunch of people in chat who uh, who told us that the uh, population of Taiwan is about 23.5 million.
2: Hmm. I was close at 17.
0: So thanks for looking that up for Oh, us.
2: Intolerant Leftists uh, just gave us some shades. Thank you, Intolerant Leftists and Fox. So we really appreciate the support. I guess now's a good time to mention the uh, merchandise page. Uh, if you go to independencegang.com, independencegang.com, at the, on the upper bar on the right, you'll see a little button that says Merch. We have T-shirts there, Defund Congress, um, uh, Buy Guns, Buy Ammo. Uh, what were some of the other ones? Um, Truth is the new hate speech. You know, T-shirts for men, for women, coffee mugs, et cetera. And uh, if you buy those, it helps support, uh, helps offset the cost. We're definitely not in the black, that's for sure. But uh, definitely helps offset the cost of uh, all the software we have to run. And will also help offset the cost of our travel to some of these conventions that we're going to go to um, at some point. Uh, but beyond that um and then intolerant leftists also made a point to say to my theory of just enforce the e-verify on employers if those illegal aliens then become unemployed they'll just end up on the system which is probably well, that's, true that's another part of the problem they'll end up on the system and, and just grift that way and um and the other problem we have, so we do we do need an all of the above approach in my play in my in my book e-verify deportations gatling guns on the border I'm good with all of it
0: Yeah, minefields uh, will do it all.
2: Yeah, minefields. Alligator. Alligators. Alligators. Alligator, alligator pits. I'm fast about putting alligators in the river. Alligator
0: pits yeah. is a good one, too. Yeah. All right, listen. We've kept JR way past his bedtime, so uh, thanks for being a trooper, and apologize to your producer for us, <laughs> but I'm sure I'll hear it next time I run into you guys.
1: <laughs> she uh, she has your cell numbers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so I'll hear it before I run into it. Oh, that. boy. All right. Anyway, thanks for doing it, JR. Thanks for coming on and All right. and providing some insight for us. We appreciate it. Go get some sleep, JR. Go. Sure, Get some sleep. All right. All right. All right. Uh, And you all know that uh, JR's handle on Getter is JR Fire Chat. If you want to follow him, he'd appreciate it too. Uh, He offers some pithy comments. He did have some Reagan quotes up there uh, over the course of the last couple of days, which was nice to see. I always enjoy seeing Reagan quotes.
2: That he did. I love how you're worried about his sleeping and not mine. It's way past my bedtime. It's
0: three hours earlier for you where in fact what is just hitting it's almost it it's almost 9 p.m for you
2: yes I, I i am gonna stagger to bed i am so tired i don't even know how I make it out of my tunnel oh man out of my cave um, my nice cozy bed
0: if you i don't know when we're gonna get to FU. alabama we do i mean listen this is the other thing i did want to mention and thanks for, for reminding me uh if you folks anybody in uh, who's paying attention to the program if you know of an event uh, we prefer conservative events, political but we've event. also yeah political political events. We've also considered going to some liberal events, uh, just to kind of check it out and see what kind of what kind of uh, interviews and stuff we could get there. I don't know if anybody would even talk to us, but we'll try. Um, but if you know of an event in your area, or even if it's just somewhere nationally and you're just aware of it, let us know because we have been having all sorts of trouble. We know the big ones. We know the CPAC. We know what uh, Turning Point. We know Turning Point. What's the other one? Um well there's this Freedom Fest that's coming oh, up. Freedom
2: Fest. And Freedom then there's Fest in Vegas. Yeah.
0: So but but trying to Apparently find...
2: Apparently, Matt Couch is onto something here in LA. So that's just I that's guess we're just gonna do a, something in LA here.
0: That's just a campaign event for a candidate. That's a one day like oh. a two hour thing or something. Uh for you know, Stickman, you say mm-hmm. biker rallies, uh, you know, we we did go to Atlantic City bike fest, whatever that was. And we've been looking at others too. Yeah, bike fest. Um, So we, we might be making some appearances at those as well. Uh, So if you, if you, if you know of any, please let us know, Uh, email us at viewer mail at independence com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right. We all talked out. Yeah. Well, we've been, no,
0: we haven't solved any problems and we've been talking for nearly two hours. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll work on getting Laura Logan on the program. Um, yeah, we, you know, we, for a while, when we started this Tuesdays and Thursday thing, we were doing interviews. We had Cash Patel, we had Peter Navarro, we had, I'm uh, trying Gregory Wrightstone. We had a lot of really Dr. great interviews. Yeah, we had a really lot of, uh, many great interviews. And, um, At some point, we felt like we weren't getting the traction out of the interviews that we wanted, so we went to this other format. Originally, the intention was we were going to get other podcasters and streamers to come on our show and do a roundtable. That's why it was called the Patriots Roundtable, but that dried up in a hurry. So now we're reevaluating again, and we're thinking about going back to the interview format for Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you'll know as it happens. Oh, I have one more thing. I wish I'd done this before uh, JR left. Damn it!
2: Oh, call the producer. Get him back on. Yeah,
0: and yeah, not happening. um So <laughs> I got this book. Today. Can you see this book? Can you read this?
2: Yes, spirit, mir- spirit mirage. Uh, that's In- marriage. T- intimate that's relationships. marriage. That's spirit oh, marriage. Is it marriage? Okay. It's a little blurry for me. Uh, intimate relationships with otherworldly beings i think this is the wrong show for this <laughs> i know but i think i am going to do a beyond
0: reality i'm going to get the author of this book and do a do a beyond reality interview coming up here because i i saw open this today and i'm like okay we gotta talk about this spirit marriage intimate relationships with otherworldly beings um here, one, one chapter is we should, challenges. I can only imagine what the challenges of having an intimate relationship with another, otherworldly being is. <laughs> and look at the picture. Uh, I, live, I live with a, the, the woman, has horns, I, I, and the guy oh is a tree of some sort.
2: Yeah. Well, I live with a leftist, so I feel like I'm in a relationship with an otherworldly person. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is, this is, this would be a great conversation. I'm not making fun of the idea. I just, it was, it's just kind of funny to get the book and see it presented in this way. Uh, here's one for you, Britt. Um, where'd it go? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, oh, Sucubus shoot. Incubus. What? Incubus?
2: It's the succubus and the incubus. Can you read? No, you succubus? probably you can't.
0: I, I need a, I need a close yeah. up. I can't, yeah, you can't read that, can you?
2: Well just read it to me.
0: Yeah, it's more fun if you read it. But it's the, the fairy marriage.
2: Oh my god. Yeah. Um hmm. it's more fun if I read it. Yeah. I don't even know what that means.
0: I don't either. Um, I don't know. All right. A lot of wow. really what a lot of <laughs> benefits. Benefits of anotherworldly intimate relationship. Okay. Mm, this is. I'm going to do this interview. It's going to be really interesting. Do it on Beyond Reality. All right. That's going to do it for tonight. Thanks for being here, everybody. We appreciate your time. We appreciate your support. Please share the show, follow, like, subscribe, all of those things so that we can continue to grow, and we will talk to you tomorrow night for the Independence Game. Cheers.